You're listening to DraftKings Network. I'm just going to start calling it Sarah's favorite segment and going right into it. Um, I just picture like a leprechaun, like at the end of a rainbow, like good news. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Too Many Men podcast. This is episode 23, maybe, four-ish. Four? I don't know. Who knows? It's an episode you're listening. We welcome you. My name is Allison Lucan. Uh, I am, as always, joined by the woman who is single-handedly keeping hockey Twitter and their families safe and protected while also stylish with her delightful masks that come in two adult sizes and children's sizes with extra adjusters if you need them. Shana Goldman. Shana, say hi. Hi, you're hired. Want to be my director of marketing? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and then, of course, the located back in Carolina, spreading positivity, not only in her actions and her words, but her thoughts, the beautiful Sarah Sivian. Sarah, how are you? I'm great. You just make my day. Um, everything's good. Back in Raleigh, getting ready for the draft. How are you, Allison? <laughs> the draft is on a Tuesday and Wednesday. This is insane. Why? And it was know. moved up. Wasn't it supposed to be like on a weekend? later? And yes. now everything got changed because time is a flat circle. And Exactly. But I'm good, Sarah, to answer your question. I think it's going to be very strange to sit and watch a draft on a Wednesday. We'll see. I mean, what are the days of the week anymore? It's true. It's true. I don't even know. Thankfully, I have nothing scheduled that day as far as I know because I'm so busy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get to it, guys. Um, we are, of course, going to get into the hockey side of things. However, unfortunately, the hockey side of things has once again created an entry for our shit list. Shana, we have a late contender sliding in under the wire but drawing rightful attention please tell us who is on the shit list this week tampa bay lightning i'm sorry well welcome to i'm not sorry but welcome to the shit list and the state of florida go fuck yourself so um the lightning won the stanley cup and traditionally you would celebrate it which i it's it's so it's so hard right now because i really can't fault anyone for wanting to celebrate their team winning it's the first time since 04 you know and it seemed like there was a pretty good plan in place. They did a boat parade. So you have it, people standing on the pier, you have it, people on their boats, which right there, it's outdoors. It's spread out. Sounds like a good idea. Face coverings were encouraged, but I don't think that they were allowed to require them. Social distancing was encouraged. And you can only, I think they had a, after the parade, it was something in like an open stadium and you can only buy tickets in like small pods of like six or less to keep everyone distance in the stands, just like they're doing for NFL games. So when you hear that, you were like, okay, maybe this could work. But very quickly, we saw on Twitter.com that it did not work because players were having fans drink out of the cup with them and um, players were walking through crowded areas of fans, some without masks, many without masks, just so many people. And it sucks because it's like you went all this time quarantining and doing everything that you needed to do to ensure that you didn't get sick so you can play. And then you come home and celebrate and immediately throw caution to the wind and just do whatever the fuck you want in a state that I would not want to be doing whatever the fuck I want in, you know, it just makes it that much worse. 
and it's super irresponsible and it's on the players, you know, to an extent for partaking in it and not being like, you know what, maybe I'm not going to hand the Stanley cup with a drink to a fan to drink out of, and then put my mouth on it too. Maybe not a good idea, but it's on who ever ran the event from the team to the state to everything else for allowing this to go on and not upholding the restrictions they seem to have in place. Cause it seemed like they had a plan for parts of it, but maybe not for everything where they just didn't uphold it and try to restrict enough because everyone's just having a, trying to have a good time, which sure. That's great. Wonderful. Until everybody is sick and people are dying because you were irresponsible for literally 3.5 minutes because that's how it works in this lovely, lovely country, which is why they couldn't even win a Stanley cup in the country. So you're on the shit list. No, no. I kind of have a more neutral take there because I do like I, when I was looking at all the tweets, I'm like, Oh God, like, but it's not, I think about it. Obviously the players are hammered and obviously, and it must've been really, really hard to have quarantine for that long. And then you get unleashed into Florida, literally Florida, Florida, and Florida had opened up everything. And they're just like, okay, congrats to them for, um, completely defeating the virus. I mean, news to me, but they literally were like, all right, we're just going to act like we're over it. Nothing's happening anymore, which like is not okay. And this, I don't think this would have happened in a different state. Like if Boston won the cup, I just got back from Boston and everybody in the world, people were running by me, like giving me dirty looks for not when I'm jogging outside for not wearing a mask. And I loved that. And then I ended up wearing a mask while running myself. I'm like, good for you guys. But like, that would never have happened in Boston. And I think like, I can't really get too mad at the players because I mean, I can because of what Alex Kilhorn said, but at the same time, I can't get too mad at them because they went through so much quarantining and then your body and your brain are probably just like, Oh, fuck it. We won the Stanley cup. Like I can't even imagine how that feels. And the fact that there's no restrictions was like that enabled that so much. And like, I feel like if there was somewhere with restrictions, it might've been more, all right, all right. I'm not allowed to do this. I can't, I'm not going to put it in my own brain. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny. Cause I was thinking too, like, we know this, like hockey players, they become a creature of how they're treated, right? Like we see it when they're during the season and they're always, you know, they're used to just someone always having their meal for them or this or that. Cause that's what happens. But I don't wonder to your point, Sarah, like they were so used to being 100% safe in that bubble that maybe they've detached from what the risk really is. Do you know what I mean? And absolutely. Yeah. They're like, we've been fine for 800 years in the bubble and it feels like 10,000 years. And so we'll be fine now. And they just won the fucking Stanley cup. So they feel even more invincible, but like it made what concerned me too was like, there were shots and I don't know what this was, but I guess it was when players were getting on the stage, there was like a backstage area where they could like greet fans and they were like just fans crowded in there. Yeah. And then the players are like giving all the high fives. And like you guys said, that's on the organization. That's on the government. Like, I get it. You won the cup. It's amazing. But you can't like, well, whatever. I mean, it is. I know. I know. I know. And it, But like, technically they can. <laughs> and now it's like, you. Pro- I think about, I put myself in their shoes and I'm like, well, all these people want to slap my hand and I'm supposed to like the fact that they were given the option to do that. And it's like, some of them are winning the cup for their first time. And it's like, they want to celebrate so bad. They just did the hardest thing. Like yeah. it's hard for me to blame them in that situation, but yeah. shame on Florida. Yeah. yeah. They're definitely caught up in the moment, but you look at it and you're like, it seemed like there was a plan in place for the boat parade. And it seemed like yeah. there was a plan in place for the celebration. Um, in the stadium. In the stadium. Yeah. But it's like, it was the middle ground you just didn't cover. And you were like, 
I don't know if you're having an event with like a major hockey team, you think you'd be like, okay, let's make sure that there's a clear space for them to get from here to here. Make sure this is done smoothly. Like I, I don't look at them and go, Oh my God, you're all pieces of shit. I'm like, this was stupid. Like I get it, yeah. but I'm like, this was just, this was really stupid and irresponsible, but like, I do understand it, but I just look at it and I'm like, if you're going to plan an event, you do have to plan all facets of it, especially mm-hmm. in such a crazy time. And I get it. You think it's Florida nothing applies here and whatever will be totally fine. Just like, they totally have been this entire time, but like, it's just wrong that it's like the players were put in that position with fans. And what are they going to do? Just like put their heads down. Like, you know, right. right. Could have no, done I, exactly. Yeah. The bull parade was cool though. That was yeah. a cool idea. It was extra nice because you think of the Kaloran video, like the boys are back in town on the jet skis yeah. and now to like celebrate there. Like, I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And have so you guys cool. been down there for Gasparilla? Have you ever been there for that? Oh my God, it's a blast. No, I've heard oh. of it though, with like the pirate stuff. It's amazing. It's insane. It's ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. Okay, so that's our shit list. Um, Tampa Bay, congratulations, but let's be safer and be better, please. Um, on to Sarah's favorite segment, bit of news. <laughs> it's becoming a thing whether Sarah likes it or not. Um, we have some exciting news um, in the, the arena of women doing amazing things. First is specifically sports related. Um, It came out today uh, that with the WNBA final set to start Friday, um, and Shane, help me, it was the commissioner who released this news. Is that correct? The commissioner um, shared that viewership for the WNBA was up 68% this season. It's almost like if you put women's sports on TV, people will watch. I was shocked and amazed to learn this news. I never would have imagined such a thing. Sarah, Shana, your thoughts? It's just that. It was accessible. It was on ESPN, which meant it was on cable. It was on platforms. If you don't have cable, you can still buy a package and watch it. I mean, and it was great. It's great to watch, but I don't really like basketball, but I care about women's basketball. And it was nice to be able to watch it whenever I wanted. Um, And also like when you put that in conjunction with everything that they did this season in terms of like social justice, it's just fantastic because they deserve the platform. I'm glad that they got it. And it's like, look what they did with it. Now build on it, keep it up. Don't just go, Oh, well, you know, everyone's bored. And it was a time of COVID. We didn't have, no, like keep them on TV because they are definitely worth it. So for everyone that cries, well, they don't make the money, give them the platform and look what happens. Mm -hmm. Sarah, any thoughts on (laughs) summed it up. All right. Our other uh, news, we want to celebrate and just share um, a new campaign coming out from our friends at Black Girl Hockey Club. It's the Get Uncomfortable campaign. Um, If you search the hashtag Get Uncomfortable, all one word on Twitter, you can find more about it. And also, of course, um, on Black Girl Hockey Club's website and in their Twitter, um, they are also hosting a live virtual event um, two Saturdays from now, October 17th. And what I really like um, that they're doing, you can you need to buy a ticket, which good for them. Um, but not only can you buy yourself a ticket, but you can also sponsor a ticket for someone else. If you're unable to attend or can't make it or don't want to or what have you, um, you can also help someone else get there. So um, please check that out. Hashtag get uncomfortable. Um, I think we all we all signed the pledge um, the day it came out, mm-hmm. um, yep. and you can share what you're willing to help do to have uncomfortable conversations about racial issues and making sure we are true to having equality, not just in hockey, but in sport and in life. So check that out. 
Yeah. And um, if you subscribe to The Athletic, Craig Custance had Renee on today in the full 60. is a pretty good interview about what all this is in Black Girl Hockey Club in general. So definitely check that out. Awesome. Yes. All right. And that is a bit of news, Sarah's favorite segment. I'm just going to start calling it Sarah's favorite segment and going right into it. Um, <laughs> I just picture like a leprechaun, like at the end of a rainbow, like bit of news. <laughs> Have you guys seen the thing from Atlanta where they think they have the leprechaun in the neighborhood? Have you guys seen this? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Like the um, commercial, it's like the news thing. Shana, I'm sending this to you after like, it is oh hilarious. It's the funniest it's thing you've ever seen. Okay. Anyway, back to hockey. We talked a little bit about the post, but it is true. My friends in six games, Tampa Bay Lightning won this year's Stanley Cup. I will share as I will share with our <laughs> listeners that immediately upon the game ending, Shayna was all up in our text chat, simply reminding Sarah and I that she won. We know. <laughs> shut up. We get it. Fucking um, right. Fucking right. I you, won. I wasn't yes. wrong, though. No, that's correct. You are but correct. But my cumulative work. Yeah, my, you know what? Nobody's perfect. <laughs> I didn't just have one good game. I'm not just getting a good contract for a good postseason run. So John Cooper wouldn't blow up your team. Whatever. Shana, you. This is what I don't even understand. We told you you had won already last week. There was no statistical way for us. I know, to come but back. it's not the point. Mm-hmm. It's just like the fact that now it's like legitimate. You know, it's like people looking yeah. at the series and being like, "Well, the Lightning won, and it didn't even like the game's not over." It's like, yeah, just wait. You don't get the Stanley Cup till it's over, so I didn't get my trophy till it's over. What do I win? There is no trophy. Why don't we have one? Why don't you go find one? You can go buy yourself a trophy. How about that? I'm in New York. We don't we don't go places here. Shana, the, you shop online better than anyone I know. Go find yourself a trophy. Ship it to your shop house. Shop online and have you talk me out of it. Well, yes. I still am thinking about that denim jacket. Don't worry. Oh, God. Have you seen this? De- Pull that up while we're here and you're going to share oh, your screen God. and oh, show. Yeah. No, pull it up on your computer so that you can share the screen so Sarah can see it. What are you smart? I'm probably going to love it. I love crazy denim jackets. And it was like patchwork even. Well, oh, she's muting. Okay. Well, so anyway, it's, it, hurry up and find it because I can't talk about something else. We're going to talk about hockey. Um, yes. I don't want you hearing me slam down on the keys though. Who slams down on the keys? You no, know, it sounds loud when you're like typing. How aggressively do you type? Sometimes very. Okay. Um, Sarah, did you have any thoughts on the Stanley Cup final? Was it what you had hoped? Was Did the better team win? What are your What's your take? Definitely the better team won. I mean, and then you find out Tyler Sagan was probably playing hurt or whatever, and that makes a lot of sense. But it's like, it was Tampa's year finally. It was. Um, I, I was rooting for Dallas kind of just because I liked their little attitudes. Yeah. But I like, I think the right team won. Yeah. Same, same. Shayna, your thoughts on the final, other than the fact that you won, which we know. Um, yeah, I think we look at it and we're like, Oh, it was Tampa's year, but it was nice to see them win. Like they, they came into the season with like the wrong attitude. And like, it was said like numerous times, they were like, we would have had that last year. And like, they had to work their way back. Like they were super skilled, but you need to put it all together. And they really did. And it was nice to see like their defense looked good. Their, their top forwards, like Braden Point was outstanding and he just shined. And then you had players like Blake Coleman doing well. So it was just like right. nice to see like the team, everything come together for them. And, you know, obviously from someone who covers the Rangers, you see Ryan McDonough win. 
that was a big deal. He was their captain traded and Kevin Chattenkirk a year after being bought out, which, you know, I obviously didn't support, agree with, thought he would bounce back and he did. So it's like nice to see as much as people be like, but he sucked defensively. And it's like, well, you don't know anything and you're wrong and I hate you. Um, like he was really good for them. So it was nice. It was just like, um, I feel like it was rewarding for players like Steven Stamkos. He played 247, had one shot on goal and had a, had a goal. Like, you know, that's incredible for him. You'll never forget that. So that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's someone I feel like is so universally liked, you know, like Crosby, half the world. Nick Foligno doesn't like him. Oh. No, remember he punched, he sucker punched Nick Foligno in game three? Yep. Last year, right? Yes, correct. Yes. Fair. just a joke. Everyone besides Nick Foligno (laughs) likes Steven Stamkos. Sorry, Nick. You probably do. I don't even know. Nick Foligno likes like everything. I found the code. Yes. Oh, you did? Okay. Quick, share your screen. Sarah, look at this. It says you disabled screen sharing. Oh, hold on. God, you monster. (laughs) How do I? Let's see. Okay. Try now. Okay. Okay. There we go. All right. Sarah, look at this. This is it. Not the jeans, just the Look at the jacket. Uh, (laughs) This reminds me of Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake when (laughs) that year i kind of like it honestly though it's 60 dollars. that's what stopped me i was like this is this a lot i'm cheap no. you could make that yourself shana if you really wanted to yeah if i could get two of the same denim jacket so they line up perfectly yeah. actually maybe could maybe when this all over i'll go thrifting well shana you could I just like the two. visual with the pants is really throwing us off here like yeah, i think I this would I be okay if it wasn't for the pants <laughs> yeah, show, show the full body one click on that one at the bottom four. Oh yeah the, yeah Look at this. Yes. Shayna, oh if, you bought, if you bought two jackets that were dark and bleached one so it was lighter, then you'd have two jackets that would match up perfectly. That's true. I was just thinking buying like two, like, you know, you can buy like a denim jacket and get like two different tones of it. Hopefully that would be nice. But if I could like, I would do that. But I definitely would not spend a lot of money because there's a good chance I'd fuck it up. And like, then I would be like, I, I do not take it lightly if I screw up something when I sew. So it's like, I would probably quit sewing. <laughs> for like a week oh and then have to go back. Make sure you bookmark that because you're gonna have to share that with our listeners once we post this. Oh yeah, this is all going live. Oh yeah, okay. we'll we'll just we'll the moving picture it. I stopped myself. You should be proud that I stopped myself and corrected it just for you. <laughs> Wait, guys, I saw a um tweet or like some type of meme that said, "Imagine if God came <laughs> came down from heaven and was like, actually, it's pronounced Jod," and they just went back to. <laughs> That's send it in the group. That's amazing. That's so good. All right. So Tampa Bay, yay. Congrats. Woo-woo. Good for you. <laughs> um, there has actually been also, though, some drama, some happenings off the ice um, that we can talk about. And Shana, one is really close to your heart. New York has made some moves. Tell us what they have done. So first, last Saturday night, because he doesn't love a trade, on a Saturday night at 7 fucking p.m., 7.15 to be exact, uh, Mark Stahl was traded to the Red Wings. It was Mark Stahl and a second-round pick to the Red Wings for future considerations. So besides Longquist, he was the longest-tenured member of the team. And um, he, he obviously declined. He had a lot of injuries. Like, he really was so good at one point, but he had numerous concussions. He had the eye injury. And he just declined to a point that it was tough to justify his cap hit for what they were trying to do. And um, yeah, so the trade makes sense for both sides completely, I would say. And uh, that's one. And the other is 
Henrik Lundqvist was bought out. We take a moment. Knew- take a moment. Yeah, are you okay? I mean, like, I'm okay. I just look at it and I'm like, it's it's hard because like I don't I like I feel like I could put my I was obviously a Gripper Ranger fan for like ever, and Henrik Lundqvist started playing when I was 12. So he is like he was my favorite player ever to play. And you lose your fandom as you do this, which you know I didn't think would happen, and it did completely. But like you still have to respect and appreciate everything that he's meant to the team and done because he really is one of the, he's one of the greatest goaltenders of all time and could yes. arguably get there. So I think from a business perspective, as much as I respect that. I respect that he wants to go do his own thing at this point because he really does not owe the team anything. And a lot of people will argue his salary says otherwise, but um, his play in front of a God awful team. uh, I tweeted this out earlier. He saved 53 goals above expected behind the league's worst defense in 2009. His numbers are insane. So he really doesn't owe the team anything and this will give him a chance to still play because that's what this all comes down to. He wants to play and that didn't work out. So I don't think it was like the best bit of business to have now $13 million in dead space on the salary cap because of buyouts. I think that is a horrible reflection of the business that they've done. It shows like, you know, mistakes with contracts or just poor handling, but like this is what had to happen. And I think he's someone that should go to a contender. And, you know, I think most people will be rooting for him to win. And keep his beautiful I just want hair. him to win a cup. Yeah, yeah. I really do. Yeah. That yeah. beautiful hair. That beautiful Sweet hair. <laughs> Seriously, even sad Hank was, was a good-looking Hank. Sarah, you were not a Rangers fan growing up, but what is your take on the great Henrik Lundqvist and seeing him no longer wearing that jersey, that Rangers jersey? It feels wrong. Um, I don't know. Like, wherever he ends up, it's going to feel wrong. But I just hope it's all worth it and he gets a cup because it also feels equally wrong if he ends his career without a cup. Yes. He's how old now, Shana? He is 38 going on 39, I think, or he is 39 now. I feel like I always try to line it up with the season starting. And, like, the season obviously didn't start when it was supposed to. He is... 38. Okay. Yeah. He was 38 when the season ended, right? March. Okay. Okay. Oh yes. So it's the end of an era. Um, And then did you guys see like all his tweets yesterday? He was so classy, like thanking everybody. I know. Right. He's so It looked like they were spread out. I think he tweeted every 30 minutes too. And he was bought out on the 30th. Yeah. I mean, I think he's someone that deserves that full day of coverage and everything like that. And obviously you can't right now, you know, it is what it is, but uh, he'll definitely have his number retired. So hopefully they can do something for him then. And I'm sure they'll do a whole big thing whenever he comes back to the garden to play and whatever, you know, some people it's like, um, I'm trying to think of like a good example, like when Daniel Alfredson left Ottawa mm-hmm. or anything like that, you know, there, these big moments like him returning will definitely be one of them, but hopefully he can win because he definitely has earned it despite not having the teams in front of him to do it. He's also the star of Sean right. Avery's book, Sarah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's an um, interesting little part of Avery's book. Do you want to share? Um, little, little part. <laughs> interesting big part. Sean Avery alleges that um, he has a big dick. <laughs> I don't know about what else to say about You know, it, there's so many people. The biggest who just he's ever seen, that. he said, right? He said the yes. biggest he's ever seen. Of all of his teammates. So there's that. He's probably seen a lot of dicks. 
like, but you got to think about it that you look at it and you go, this is someone who everybody can say without it being like your fangirl, whatever, like talk about his looks and how attractive he is, because there's no denying it and the fashion and the everything. And then you have the generational talent and then you find out that, and then you're like, oh, well, there's two of them. And every other man on the earth is just like, what the fuck? It's not fair. Wait, there's two of what? <laughs> he Lundquist. Joel's his oh, twin. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. They, I didn't know they what you were saying. Similar. I was like, there's two what? Are you saying there's two peni? Because there are no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's two Lundquist. And Joel, you can tell, you know, like he definitely plays like a more rugged game. And you could see like in his face and things like that. Like they have like slightly different looks. But I, I definitely think something behind playing behind a mask and playing hockey as like this two way forward. Can definitely change how a player looks oh my god you put way too much thought into this no because people couldn't used to not be able to tell them apart and now you can like you see them they played together at the world championship right. and it's like oh it's obvious now but it's still it's strange because one wears a mask and one doesn't no because their faces look different now and i was like i wonder if that has to do with it i'm sure joel's taking like elbows and sticks and things like that to his face and needs stitches and all things there like that sticks. when like hank hasn't but it's still strange to see like a skater, a person in a skater's uniform that has his head. You're just like, this is strange because you're so used to seeing him with like the goalie gear. You're making it sound like I like, don't make sense. And I know I do. We're, we're going to gift Sarah's reaction to that whole little thread there. Cause that was just some gold. I have to be honest. Me. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> All right. Well, what we're doing now is we're talking about, another team with an interesting offseason thus far, and that is the Minnesota Wild. Shayna, what is happening in Minnesota? They're trying not to be boring. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to have my, so Koivu is not returning. He was going to be an unrestricted free agent. He's their captain. They're not bringing him back. They traded Eric Stahl to Buffalo, so they just lost two centers and it seems like a trade for the sake of making a trade when, you know, I, you could look at it and go, well, he's going to decline and his contract or anything like that. But it's like, uh, you kind of need centers. You don't have them. Galchenyuk, it sounds like they don't want to keep either. Um, they extended Brodeen. Dumba's on the trading block. They probably need some help in goal. And they have a lot of money invested in wingers like Zach Prize and Matt Zuccarello and contracts that don't look great. So, um, and they traded Jason Zucker last year, which was, I think, a kick in the ass because they obviously got to contend in the playoffs, you know, in the playing series. And I wonder how much different would have been if they had him, but, um, it could be worse. You could have traded Grandland and let him walk for nothing to, you know, for Fiala. They did make out of that one good, but, uh, I, I don't understand them. What do you guys think about the Minnesota Wild, the most interesting team in the league? Sarah, your thoughts on the Minnesota Wild and their wild and crazy moves. Their wild moves. <laughs> well, actually, I'm drinking out of this right now. Oh. They, they gave that to me for some reason, so I like that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't really know. I like. I don't get it with the Eric Stahl trade, but other than that, um, I, it's a lot for me. We're just going to have to see what they're thinking yeah. right, in like a few months. Yeah. Hopefully, because they need to start doing something. They've kind of been nothing for way too long. And they have so more relevant. Yeah. And yeah. the money that they have invested now, in like their defense, like Spurgeon, and I, what was he signed? Seven years last year, which like I get why, but you want to do something while you have these players signed in their prime. Otherwise, you just put all this money into what? 
yeah. to be stuck in the middle and just nothing. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other hockey news that we have missed or that we need to, to catch up on? It's kind of this lull before what is hopefully an interesting draft and beginning to free agency. Anything else for right now? Don't no, I feel like any, anything we say is just going to change 300 times in the next couple of days. And it's all speculation. Seriously. Or, or actually, well, Sarah, go. I want to talk about how Jake DeBrusk is number seven on the TSN trade board and how I completely manifested that. And he's going to sign with the Kings. <laughs> well, and what happened? I saw your tweet today about, um, did you guys have availability today? And Justin, there's no status update on Justin Williams. Yeah, Don was just like, ask Justin. How do you take that? Okay, well, I tweeted that and then the Junior Canes, he's the coach because his son's on the team, tweeted at me, okay, be right back. <laughs> so I'm about to get the scoop. The Junior Canes, sweet, sweet. Do, but but, I don't think he's gonna come back, but I don't think he's even decided or talked about it, but I feel like it's just, I don't think he's gonna come back. Doesn't really make much sense. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely like it's a hard decision. I feel like it does suck. That's what he came back. He came back to everything stopping, you yeah. know, weeks later. But right to commit to a whole nother season. But um, the trade bait board, you made me think of it. It's kind of funny that it's Flurry and Murray back to back on that list. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. the irony of it. Who who would have thought that would have happened? Not me. Not, Not me. me. All right. It is time for everyone's favorite segment. We got some good ones today, guys, from our listeners. These are fun. Time for Fuck, Mary Kill. Sarah Sivian, you are up first. Are you ready for our first contender? First contender yeah, let's hear it. is, you have three things, Fuck, Mary Kill. First one, the free agency frenzy, draft day deals, or mid-season trades. Fuck, Mary Kill. I'm going to marry draft day deals. They're always fun. I'm like, I remember last season in Vancouver, just like running around the floor and being like, I heard this. What do you hear? And that was always fun. Um, I will fuck. Um, the trade, the free agency frenzy, because you know, it's coming and you're like, it's like organized chaos in the best way. And I'm going to kill the mid-season trades because they're always when I'm like, driving to the airport or something and it's oh my like, God, yes. I have to pull over and be like, this is what's happening, I guess. Yes. When I can when I have no way to actually write about this intelligently right now. Yeah. Yeah. Shayna. Um, I will kill draft day deals. I think that they can be fun. Like you think like Panarin Prasad was a draft day trade and there was like a lot of drama that went with it. That was interesting because you have everyone together. Um, but you also see so many trades that it's like, we're trading these three picks to move up two slots then blah 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 and it's just like I don't care like keep it keep it moving let's go um so for that reason I will kill them I will fuck the free agency frenzy I think it is it's fun to watch everything go down like especially now like half the shit you don't you find out about hours before like it's supposed to start too and like everything's already known but it's always interesting to see like what stupid and reactionary moves teams do or how many are playoff based and it's so much going on at once so I, I like the chaos of it but the mid-season trades I think are the most fun you get like instant gratification because you're not waiting a whole off season to see how this player like 
mixes in, you get to see them two days later in another jersey. And I think that they're chaotic and fun. So I like that. I will, let's see, I will kill the free agency frenzy because it just like blows my mind. It's always stupid. It's always dumb. And it's just like overpay, overpay, overpay. And then it's, it, it's just, I hate it. I don't care for it. And how I, often, hold on, sorry. How often does a good player actually make it there besides like well, exactly. the parents? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I will, right. I will marry draft day deals because I'm with Sarah. Like, and honestly, I mean, God bless. I love all you people who know all the things about the prospects, but because you know all the things about the prospects, <laughs> I don't have to. So I make it your day. And so for me, draft day deals, that's where it's at. Um, and so that means I will fuck midseason trades um, because I do think they're fun and, you know, it happens every once in a while and there, you never know what you're going to get. So there you go with midseason trades. Are, that's for me. Yeah. Okay. Keeping on that theme, our next fuck, Mary kill and Shana will let you go first since it's near and dear to your heart. Fuck, Mary kill these three Free agency goalies, Henrik Lundqvist, Braden Holtby, and Corey Crawford. Go. Okay. I am going to kill Holtby. I think that I think that he's one of the goalies that could get this like ridiculous contract. And I, and I, you know, you see so many goalies get these contracts when they're too old because the free agency like system is fucked as it is. And to see someone at like 29 or 30 get this huge deal that you're like, ugh, now he's gonna have to live up to that. Um, we certainly know a goaltender burn last year, so I will kill that. Um, I will fuck Corey Crawford because, um, because he's older, he's not going to get that crazy deal, but I think that he is really good. So to see him maybe get the appreciation he deserves, I don't think he's gotten it in Chicago because the team in front of him was so skilled, but he still was really good. And, um, this season he was still really good behind like a God awful team. So, uh, I'm curious to see where he signs, if he can get a good deal, but like, I'm skeptical because I could see some not giving him the credit he deserves. And I will marry Henrik Lundqvist as a free agent because shocker. No, I think, I think, um, older goalies can be interesting to see if they get like those one or two year deals. And I think that's like fun because you're not committing. And then it's this whole thing like this goalie couldn't live up to it. And the goalie is always getting blamed for it, which like, I mean, at times they deserve it, but I think that goalies get shit on the most because it's so obvious to see their impact, even if the team in front of them is trash. So it's fun to see that. And like, he can go to a team that's good and be that last piece. I think that's always fun to see. And it's not like this huge commitment. You're going to sign him for a year or two and see like, can he win? Can he help? And it doesn't like hinder their future at all. So that's my reasoning for it. And if it was not Longquist and it was another goalie we were talking about, my answer would be the same. Like if it was like a Kudovin type, I would say, because I, I just hate seeing goalies always be thrown under the bus, even though I sit here and talk shit about goaltending all the time. Um, covering, you know, a New York team, I see goalies thrown under the bus for, you know, a million years. So I would say they deserve more credit. So I'll go with that. Sarah, free agency goalies, fuck, Mary kill, Lundquist, right, hold on. Crawford. Yeah, I'm going to kill Crawford. I feel like his injury history with concussions is just too much at this age. I feel like one more concussion and it's not going to be not even just a matter of not being a good player, but just like his quality of life. I don't want to think about that. I will fuck um Lundquist I think yeah it could be interesting to see if he has like a one or two year deal there and I don't think that's a bad gamble any team to, could make I'm just worried about 
how much money it's going to be or if he's still good. And I will marry um, Holtby. I think I don't get why he's like, I feel like even though obviously he's, it's one of those things where he's maybe been overrated in the past. So now people are trying to like underrate him when I'm like, he's still a really, really, really good goalie. And I don't think he's going to be overpaid. That's my hot take. I feel like someone's, he's going to take a reasonable contract. Yep. I, my picks are the same as Sarah's shocker. Um, I am going to kill, kill Crawford because again, unfortunately, I just don't, for health reasons and just I just don't think he has a reliable amount of games in him and I so he's off the yeah, table for me yeah, exactly I'm gonna marry Holtby because for me too he is the strongest talent right now at this point in each of their careers um so I'm gonna right. marry Holtby um and I also kind of feel like I know it's a cap crunch and it was a cap crunch even before COVID but like it's kind of sucky that the, that the caps are just like yeah well we're moving on. I don't know. Yeah. It just feels a little. We knew that though. The second two they they signed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but it but still we... sucks. That's that right. looming over you the whole time. Like that That's literally right. happened to three goalies this year. That's right. <laughs> so I'm gonna marry Holpe, and I will fuck Lundqvist because it's not even so much about his talent per se. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's a starter. So I think he's probably going to get offered a back I mean I can't think of an organization that's going to offer him a starting role can well, you I think that he might get offered 60 I could see 60 percent at the most but I think 50 50 is fair and I think the benefit is he's he has the buyout money that you can get him for cheap and I think that for sure yeah I always like to see player I feel like a buyout can look at something like instead of looking at it like wow the team fucked up on a contract it sometimes like is reflected on the player like oh they're just not good anymore when like that isn't the case all the time like Victor right. Stahlberg, I remember he was bought out and it was like, he just got a huge contract that he didn't deserve, but it wasn't a reflection no. of him. It was just their cap no, I agree. I just, I just don't yeah. know if he's a starter. Like, and, and I think he can come in at an attractive price for that reason yeah. that you said, but I just don't think, so he, he I'm going to fuck him. So Fair. those are my choices. Shayna's going to be all up in our business anytime Lundquist comes up the rest no, of this no. year. No, no. I, I think it's, look, there's there's a reason to be concerned about it. 100%. You look at a guy like Luongo, who's like another generational talent, like what happened in the last few years. But like, I think he's an above average player. But I would say, like, had he stayed in New York, I would look at it and go, well, he should start 40% of the games or 50% of the games with Chester and keep your goalies fresh because they're going to be playing behind a bad defense still. Like, that's that's like the big difference but like I don't know what he would look like behind a defense that allows 20 shots a night like I wonder what a difference it would make but I would still say 50% sounds right even 40% sounds right but just to play more than I don't know like whatever what he played he barely played once Chester was brought up even though right. he definitely should have like just to have like more of like an outlined plan would be better for him we're gonna have a Lundquist episode Sarah I can feel it it's gonna happen <laughs> It's gonna happen. We're gonna have to. And <laughs> just let let Shayna let it all out. <laughs> I'm Look at this picture of Mark Andre Fleury and this kid. Oh, yeah. stop it! He's so good. I know. Yeah. I, there's I, no I, sword there, though, Sarah. I didn't see a yeah. single sword in that picture. No, his jersey might have been covering up any any wounds that he had. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I want to know where he's like. What's gonna happen there? That's like the goalie situation I'm the most curious about because if he's available, I feel like. That definitely changes. He can go back to Pittsburgh. He's going to be saying. available. I yeah. think the Hurricanes might go in on him. We'll see about that. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Right. Back Hot to takes. 
<laughs> All right, we have one final fuck Mary kill. It is our non-hockey entry. Sarah Sivian, this was built for you. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is your mind right? Fuck Mary yes. kill. Early Kanye, mid-career Kanye, current Kanye. Go. Marrying mid-career Kanye because that's when we got the best glow up all the versions of him at, before there was like whatever is happening now and it was really <laughs> like his music really defined my college career um i will fuck early kanye because i also great and even if we're talking about making beats he made some of the best beats of all time like lucifer um yeah i could go on and then i will kill Current Kanye, unfortunately, actually, it's it's tough because we know he's mentally ill and he's somehow somewhat raising awareness for what it actually is like to be bipolar. But at the same time, um, it's just really sad to watch and it is absolutely depressing. Shayna, please tell um, me you've listened to all three iterations of Kanye. Uh, I oh would God, here we go. No, I... Early Kanye, I actually did listen to a bit, um, so I'll marry that. Um, God. Mid Kanye, I probably faded out by then. Shana. I, I, no, I mean like, I tried. Um, <laughs> I like Jay Z better, so I would like listen to him a bunch. But um, uh, okay, so I will marry old Kanye, mid career. Yeah, mid-career, early Kanye Mary, I'll fuck mid-career, because he still had some songs that I knew and I liked, but, like, it wasn't like I was sitting there, like, let me listen through to his albums. Like, I never did not care about that enough, and I will kill current Kanye just because, I mean, the whole situation sucks, and, like, Sarah mentioned he's raising awareness, and I do hope that he does get help that he needs, and things can get better for him, because it does suck to see anyone struggle and struggle so publicly. It just makes it that much worse, but that, that, that's where I'm at. If I, yeah, I don't, Sarah, we not only now have to send Shayna one Taylor Swift song a day, we have to send her one Kanye. One Kanye. We could just make it all into one and do all the songs that they've written about each other. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, it's so full circle. I didn't didn't even think, Sarah, that. So do you you know that right, Shayna? Yeah. Taylor and Kanye were in a fight. Yes. I know all about that when he went on stage. I watched that. I do Mm. that. I know. I've seen like I. I know all the stuff about him, but I just don't like sit down and be like, I'm going to listen to him. But like, there are songs of his that I liked and that would be like new workout plan was on my playlist all the time. It was a great drunk playlist song. What about like gold digger? Uh, that was for a bit, but that was one that like, you know, like you would hear it on every radio station. I was like, I'm kind of like, you get sick of it for a little that definitely like made its way off of it. But no, like if that's, if I hear it now, like, yes, I will listen to it. I won't, I won't press skip. (laughs) I'll like, take it. It's my rating system. I'm not going to be like, let me put on Spotify and put on Kanye West. I don't even think I have it saved. I don't think I have a single Kanye West song like saved to my phone. I won't press skip. Rousing reviews from Shayna Golden. All right. I will. Hmm, I'm torn. I d- Through the Wire was so good. Um, yeah. I don't even know which that is. Oh my God. So I will. I will, well, I'm going to also kill current Kanye for the same reasons both of you guys have. And also I have, his creative expression is not one that I'm connecting with right now. I've tried to listen to some of the new stuff and I just can't get into it. Um, That's just me. 
Um, it's hard early versus mid. I think I might actually marry early because it was when he was at his most pure. And yeah, for sure. He wasn't, he wasn't having to meet expectations yet. And therefore I'll fuck mid career Kanye because that's when it was just fun. And like, he was reveling in it and it was, it was a blast. So um, there you go. Can I can add also, oh, I do know go. about the fashion and current Kanye don't like it. Don't like like the shoes, the more recent lines of shoes. Think that they're fucking ugly. So some of them I, though, a friend of mine has like a bunch of them, and some of them are actually sweet in person. Like the newer ones are like stuff that came out a couple of years ago. They're like they're like actual shoes with like fabric, not the ones that have like the oh. holes. Like the yeah, knees, yeah, those are the, good. yeah, those are good. Yeah, the ones, the ones. Sarah, look at these shoes I got. Oh, wait, you show me those. Ooh, I like those. Oh my yeah. god, they look they glow in the dark. I know they're fun. they're made of all recycled materials. Love that. Fun fact. All right. This this has been a rousing, all-encompassing episode of Too Many Men. We've covered fashion choices for all. Sarah, do you have a fashion choice or a fashion recommendation you'd like to make since we've gone through Shayna's jacket and my shoes? Um, a fashion recommendation. Well, I did just buy a bunch of clothes, but also my friend Eddie is I'm wearing his merch right now. He opened the first Lebanese um grocery store in New York or in Brooklyn, probably not New York, but uh, that is pretty cool. He's awesome and he's not an awesome chef, but he can't really do private catering anymore. So now it's this. So it's called Eddie's Grocery, is that right? Yeah, it's and Eddie's Grocery, E-D-Y. And Check where it out is it? if you live in Brooklyn, there in Brooklyn, go. New York, Greenpoint. There you go. Perfect. Awesome. All right. So we've got fashion, we've got hockey, we've got all kinds of stuff here at <laughs> Too Many Men. Um, did I miss anything, my friends? Any topics we have yet to discuss? Um, no. I think that's it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we'll have more next week. I got something. We forgot about it last week and I thought about it after. We have a newsletter if you want to subscribe to things that Allison and I write. It is called Lukeman Letters. You can find it on Substack. We talk shit about player tracking in week one. And we're each going to have things where we work together and then write our own things. And when we write our own things, Allison's going to have to edit my mess. So there's going to be so many typos. Um, but we do have that if you want to see things that we write and stupid shit that I say to Allison about dumb ideas I have for her to be like, no, just like today with the fucking rooster. <laughs> and then the best is the best is after Rich saw the tweet, I guess, of the yes. chat. And he's like, and in the group chat that we have, like all of our friends, like looking at the video, well, I'm said, oh, it's a chicken. I'm like, oh, it's a rooster, not a chicken. Like very like definitively. And then Rich saw it. And like hours later, he's like, that wasn't your fucking idea. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you didn't know. I was like, whatever, dude. Like they don't need to know that. <laughs> you don't need to know. I think I'm the smartest one here. So I win. There you go. All right. Anything else? No, That's we're good. It. All right. We will be back. Um, probably after the draft, um, because then we're going to have yeah. tons, hopefully, to talk about. We have a very special surprise coming with our post-draft coverage, so stay tuned for that. Um, and a reminder that October 24th, we will be doing a live podcast as far, part of the Carnegie Mellon Sports Analytics Conference. And as we mentioned last week, we are thrilled to be having the honor to chat with Alexander Mandrecki um, from the Seattle Kraken um, that's going to be really cool. And if you guys have questions for her too, send those in to us. We'd love to ask her the things you want to know about her, about her journey, about Seattle, all that good stuff. 
Um, so check that out. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at two underscore much underscore man. You can check out our website at the too many men pod.com. Both places have links to our merch at Teespring, where we encourage you to rock out the Too Many Men podcast gear. There's stickers, there's leggings, there's sweatshirts as winter is coming. Help keep warm and keep in style. Um, and until next time, we just want you guys all to keep doing good, being good, having fun. And remember, there's always too many men. We'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Love you. What do I do? Say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're ending. I love you.